What's up, podcast? This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You'll find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava, and today is Tuesday, September 28th, 2021. It has been a very, very busy day for me, and it's been a busy week. It's been so busy, I didn't even realize that I didn't do a podcast for two days. So I've just been all over the map. I've been trying to get things put back together since I've been kind of away from my business for about the last week. And then this weekend, I kind of tried to pick things back up and got some stuff done, but I'm still in the process of getting things put together for my business and trying to catch up on stuff that I missed last week. So that's what I was working on today. I got up today a little bit later than I would have liked to. I think I set my alarm for like six o'clock and got up at 8.40. So I think I'm still maybe just a little bit tired or something because I don't normally sleep in that late at all nor do I sleep that long because I think I went to bed at like 10. So like 10 hours of sleep, that's a, that's a decent amount of time to to sleep because it's just like I, I don't normally get that much sleep. So anyways, got up late and got started with the day. I had a few interviews for virtual assistants that I am looking to bring on. I'm just trying to find somebody, honestly. I mean, I hired a couple or didn't really hire. I gave them a trial week from the Philippines and they had no previous experience researching products. That's what I'm doing right now. I have a a virtual assistant trying to do product research. And I figured, okay, well, my tools that I put together are pretty decent. I can probably bring somebody along relatively easily and I don't think it'll be too tough. And boy, was I wrong because that's not at all what the case was. I actually, I hired two people, one who had limited VA experience, one who has not even contacted me since she supposedly started. So she's not getting the job. I can I can guarantee you that. And the other one, it's going all right. She found two items so far. They're both items I already knew about. I didn't tell her which items I knew about and which ones I didn't because I just wanted to test her and see if she could even find anything in the first week. It's just not going well. And I'm not, I'm not thrilled with it. I don't think that she's going to do exceptional for my business and now I'm kind of at a crossroads with what do I do and so I've been looking into bringing people uh, other people on and slowly but surely running into different barriers throughout the the day one of the biggest things that I ran into today was that TerraPeak which is the main way that I do all my research on eBay it limits you to 200 or 250 requests per day. So you can do 200 or 250 searches per day on Terapeak, which is a massive, like, like such a big issue and such a problem. And eBay doesn't do anything about it. And so I saw a lot of people talking about this on one of the eBay threads. And they were like, you know, I used to research thousands of items a day. And it seems like I'm an hour into my day and I'm blocked out of using Terapeak. And there's ways to get around it. There's, there's things you can do, but they weren't working for her. And I'm not sure if it's because she didn't have a US-based account or what was going on, but I couldn't get it to work. And so I ended up troubleshooting that for most of my day, getting pretty frustrated, ended up finding a solution for it. I'm going to see if it ends up working tomorrow. If it does, great. If not, then I got to keep things moving and got to figure out what else I can do for her. But overall, it's just been like a kind of a crazy day and trying to get things worked out that maybe I didn't plan on going wrong, trying to get those sorts of things fixed. And I think that's just kind of... It's just kind of what being a business owner is at this point. Like you have things that creep up all the time and it's whether or not you can handle those things, how you attack them, and if you can come up with a solution for them. So anyway, that's what I did today most of the day. I also, I have a server that I run on Google Cloud that I use for botting and things of that nature. And 
the the system that I'm using for that, they give you a free credit system every, I don't know, every time you make an account, that's running up. So I did some work with that, trying to get things backed up. There's a, supposedly a way you can transfer it over to a new account, but I couldn't figure that out for the life of me. And so I just ended up backing everything up and I'm going to say, screw it. I'll take a few hours and put together a new server whenever I get the time for it. But right now I am just too busy. So anyway, that's what I worked on today, but I wanted to... Uh, kind of elaborate a little bit on some of the tools that I've been using for my virtual assistant since it's been such a big thing for me to kind of work on over this past month I want to be able to share with you some of the stuff that I put together for my virtual assistant bringing them on it and kind of what I want them to be able to have when they start that way they can kind of get up to speed with what we're doing here so for my virtual assistant I put together some guides some training videos and things like that. I also put together a sheet of important brands and items that I've sold in the past and then I put together a calculator. Let's just run through all of those really quickly and I can detail what they are for use. You kind of have an idea should you ever want to outsource your sourcing part of your business. So the first thing I made was a bunch of video guides and you can do this using Loom, which is a video software. It's free. I think you can make up to 25 videos and that's what I do. They can last up to five minutes per video. So anything I need to do more than five minutes, I just do it in parts like part one, part two, part three. And I will go through and detail how I want the virtual assistant to do everything, everything that I want them to do. If it's recording an item that they found, I detail how I want them to do that. If it is going through target.com, I detail what categories I want them to go through. I detail what items they're kind of looking for, how I like to look on target.com, my research method that I use on target.com, and then same thing for Walmart and same thing for Best Buy and same thing for all these different sites. I go through the site, learn it, and then I teach it to them through a video, hoping that they can pick it up as they go. So that is that is kind of the way that I made the videos. I also made videos on how to use Terapeak, how to, and basically how to do anything that I asked them to do that's not very simple. I was I was talking to one of them today. I was like, okay, I, I have a video for you for everything. They're like, good, because some people don't give us those. And I was just thinking how crazy it would be if I didn't give them a video to follow how they would do things for me my way it's just like it's so it's so out of my my range of trying to comprehend how that would even work because it would be so bad they, they would have no idea what I'm looking for and I would be unhappy with it they would be confused and unhappy it would be a major issue and so this is why I think all companies need to have a set of videos in addition to like guides that they can hand somebody when they start because it alleviates a lot of that confusion and eliminates a lot of it for the most part so that it's very upfront and very straightforward with what the employer is looking for from the employee and vice versa. So I create videos to make sure that the VA understands exactly what I'm looking for. And then I also give them a Discord account or I have them make a Discord account so they can jump into my Discord server that I have for just me. And then I have a few things in there that's for me and my VAs that I can communicate can communicate with them with. So that's what I do for that. The next thing I made was a brands, uh, I don't know, call it brands awareness, I guess would be a good way for, for us to put that. But basically what I did is I took about, I think I took maybe 30, let's call it 30 popular toy brands, maybe 15, 20 popular video game franchises, and put them down into a Google Sheet where I have the logo of the game or of the toy, like, like if it's Mario, I have the Mario head. Or if it is 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I have the, the TMNT logo that they have for all their stuff. And I basically put that, and then I put what the brand name is, and then I put off to the side the description as to why that brand is popular. What about that brand makes it resellable? What about that brand makes it popular in pop culture? And it's basically a very simple guide for them to follow up to say, okay, here's all the brands I look for for toys. Here's all the brands I look for for video games. And then as I expand what I want them to work on, I can put more bigger categories in there with, with other brands from those categories. Uh, think if you wanted to do video game consoles, Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch. I mean, like that's just kind of the way that I do things, and that's what I have for them. In addition to those, I also have separate sheets in that one Google Sheet file that I have that shares with them individual items that I've purchased in the past. And so I think I have about 50 different toys that have resold from different websites that they can go and look at. And on each toy, I have the name, the link, so they can go view it on the original site and see what it looked like and stuff. Uh, that also gives them all the pricing information. And then I put down why the toy resold. And that's super valuable. And basically what I want to do is, is to convey to them why the things that I look for resell, what sorts of things that they should be looking for, trying to train them basically. Okay, here's the things that you're going to be looking for. Here's 50 different items. I want you to look at all these. I want you to understand these. And then I want you to be able to look for items similar to this. Here's why this item resold. Here's why this item resold. And now they have a little bit of context rather than just saying, you know, any item that looks like these because some items that look uh, like the items we resell are, are worthless. We see this all the time. You're just trying to find like the, the valuable maybe 10% of items out there that are resellable why are they resellable and so that's why I put that into the guide that I made for them so they can have some context behind it and make educated decisions based on previous educated decisions I have made or people smarter than me have made in the past so I have that for them and then the last thing I have for them is a calculator and you may go okay well, what's a calculator do what what good is that I went through and made a table uh, probably I think I said I think I actually detailed this on the podcast a couple weeks ago and basically talked about on that podcast how I made a table for my business as to if I purchase this item at this price here's the price I need to sell it at in order to be able to make the profit that I want I made that table and then I I took a what's known as a regression line on a graph so I made a graph out of it and I made like a scatter plot like you would in, in Microsoft Excel and I made what's known as a regression line or a line of best fit. And maybe you remember that from math, maybe you don't. Either way, all it does is it tries to fit a straight line in between all of those points as close as it can. Luckily for me, it was very, very like close to fitting all the points. So that means it's a very, very, very good representation of the data that I had there. Why does that matter? Well, each line has its own equation for that line. And I basically made that equation into a calculator so that when they plug in uh, a value for what they buy the item at, out pops the value that they need to be able to sell it at. And all I have them do at that point is I have them go compare Terapeak prices to that outputted value. So let's say I buy an item for 15 bucks. It says I need to be able to sell it for $43. That's just an example. I don't even think that that's accurate. But let's say I buy it for 15 bucks. It needs to be sold at 43 bucks. Okay, they type in $15, out pops the number. It says needs to be sold at $43. Now they go type in that item into Terapeak. If the average sold price on Terapeak is above $43, that's a full send. I want them to put that item down and log it in the leads portion of that spreadsheet. That way I know, okay, here's an item lead that I can go pursue. 
if it is less than $43, it's not selling for the amount that I need it to sell for. I just have them skip over that item. And it makes it so much faster for them to be able to go in there and be able to look at the and evaluate whether or not an item's going to resell. If I try and do ROIs or things of that nature, I could put that into a calculator too. But I basically I basically have a pretty decent line that they can follow and say, okay, here's here's all I need to do is put this in and I, it alleviate eliminates a lot of their mistakes that they can make because if they're just putting in prices and then doing all the calculations on their own they may make a mistake they may make an error they make it confused so i just have it's very simple you put a number in here out pops the the number that you're looking for if it's higher on Terapeak, it's showing that it's selling better than we need it to buy it like well they're not buying it but they'll put it down on the list so that i know to buy it if it is not selling for the number we need it to they don't buy it or they don't put it on the list and I don't buy it. So it's very simple, very straightforward. And that makes that makes things go so much smoother for them because now they're not worrying about, well, you know, what do I do in this situation? What do I do in this situation? Very cut, very dry, just very simple for them to follow. And that's why I have it set up that way. So videos, a very detailed list of previous leads, and then a good calculator to show them exactly what price I need things to sell at. Those are the three tools I have for them, and those things there should make the job much, much easier, and for you, if you're trying to bring on a VA, would be massive assets to bring in and, and to create for a new virtual assistant who you want to do the sourcing or the research for your business. So anyway, that's what I have for you today. Hopefully, that helps you out. Hopefully, that can be something that you use and learn from, and if you're looking to do any outsourcing for your business or trying to find a VA or trying to wonder how that works hit me up on Instagram. I know I say it all the time. Just hit me up there and I will do my best to respond to you as quickly as I can. So that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Tuesday and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.